Good morning, everyone. Welcome to our take on it. It's Jackie and Deborah, and we are in the studio continuing our spiritual journey. And today we're going to look at a time for everything. As we know, in this life, things have been changing very drastically fast and, and we have like almost no control of what's happening. And so today we're still reading the book of uh, Ecclesiastes chapter three, which Solomon spoke about a time for everything. Uh, for everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace, a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quiet and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And um, what do people really get for all their hard work? Wow. That is that is like a really bold question. With a time for everything, what do people really get for all their hard work? Well, I think first of all, Deb, we have to kind of accept the position that none of us really know what God's plans are from the beginning to the end. Absolutely. That is wonderfully written because I think it just encompasses everything we could ever think about in terms of the movement of events that shape our lives. And I think the first thing we should really gain from that is that God came to give us this abundant life and, and he wants everything good for us. I mean, he, he there's obviously uh, the knowledge that we have to accept a certain set of, of boundaries that govern everything we do, or maybe even uh, just to think that some things happen because they are actually predestined. I mean, do, do you or do you not believe that things happen because uh, there's... There's a plan. There's a plan in place. And that God has a plan for all of our lives. Absolutely. You know, Jackie, timing is important. And all the experiences listed in these verses are appropriate at certain times. The secret to peace with God is to discover, accept, and appreciate God's perfect timing. You know, the danger is to be to be is to doubt. And as human, we are so doubtful at times. It's easy for us to give up than to continue on, on, on the path of striving and, and overcoming because doubt just make us say, well, you know, the opportunity has seized itself and this is it. But then what Solomon is saying, there's a time for everything. There's a time to win and there's a time to lose, but nobody can't accept when the things that is happening is not positive. You know what I mean? So, I mean, in itself, we have to accept there's a time for everything. It doesn't matter what it is. Time to love and a time to hate. But when when do you start hating? What makes you hate? What makes you love? What makes you let go? Obviously, it's all come down to experience. Yeah, very true. So I think it's really also about the fact that do you have faith in God in all of life's seasons? So whenever you're going through one of these circumstances or these particular events that are determined as a part of life's challenges, do you continue to trust God? Like, for instance, if you're somebody that prays 
about something that you desperately need to come uh, to fruition and it doesn't happen does that mean you turn against god uh and it's another thing to to trust god when you are suffering so deeply and you need a breakthrough desperately and you can't get it so i think these are things that make us think that uh timing is important because sometimes we don't get things because the timing isn't right for us to have yep. them we need to grow more or we need to go through more so that we can appreciate things when they finally come to pass. So truthfully, this is all uh, predetermined, I believe. And it really is a question that when we look at spirituality, we have to believe that God came to give us as much abundance and glory in our lives as we can possibly manage. He only has goodness in store for us. But let's deal with another aspect of, of this chapter, Deb, and that is the fact that there really is a force of evil out there. Mm -hmm. That when we talk about the fact that God came to give us an abundant life and he will judge the righteous and the wicked because there is a time for every purpose under heaven. That is what the quote is saying. So do you believe that there's a force of evil out there, Deb, that operates? Absolutely. There, And you know what? Like I was telling you about this uh, video that I watch about interview with the devil. He basically said there is two forces out there, the forces of positive and the forces of negative. He represents the negative. He's not here to celebrate with you all the good things that God wants for you. He's there to ki kill, steal, and destroy. His plan is not to have anyone be with God, serve God, or even go to heaven. You know, he has an army out here set up. You know, and although we may face many problems that seems to be contradict, that seems to contradict, you know, God's plan, these should not be barriers to believing in him, but rather opportunities to discover that without God, life's problem have no lasting solutions. This is true. And I think when we attach it to the current circumstances that the whole world is living in right now, our lives are technically locked down. Mm -hmm. We don't have the freedom that we once had. Our, our health is at risk. Our ability to communicate with other people has changed so much. We're not involved with face-to-face -face interaction anymore. Everything is about changing our lives and utilizing technology to crazy degrees that we've never imposed it before. And, and you know what the, the interesting thing is, Jackie, is that God has planted eternity in human heart. This means that we can never be completely satisfied with earthly pleasures and pursuits because we are created in God's image. Mm -hmm. We are created in God's image. We have a spiritual thirst. We have an eternal value and nothing but the eternal God can truly satisfy us. God has built in us a restless yearning for the kind of perfect world that, that can only be found in his perfect rules. Wow. That's and, the fa and the fact that we're, we're such rule breakers that to find that essence, to find the good in things, sometimes we lose our path in finding the good in things. Well, yeah, that, that is really an important thing that you mentioned, Deb, because I think that people are on a journey. We're always on a quest for more, more, more. Mm -hmm. And we don't really stop for a moment to realize that in a lot of cases, people are doing this because they just don't really value themselves. Mm -hmm. And they have no peace in their life. I've started to discover that. How many people don't have peace? If you come, if you grow up in a home that's very broken with a lot of discontent and arguments uh, among your, your parents, you know, when you go out into the world, even if you get a great education and you become successful 
and you drive the best car or you live in a good house, you're going to carry that baggage with you mm -hmm. unless you deal with it, the things that have caused conflict and heartache in your life. You're not going to have any peace. You're going to find a way to destroy the relationships that you come into because you haven't made peace. And the best way to have peace in your spirit is to let God give it to you. That's the best way to have it. And it's the only way that you can really move forward in that sense of, of, of just really being able to say, wow, I value myself because look how much I'm valued in the eyes of, of, of the Bible. I'm, I'm valued so much. Here's the eye opener for me. When I was listening to that interview with the devil, the interesting thing was he said this, he said, the devil said, I have no control over humans. Humans give me control over them. Wow. And that is so powerful because everything I say, like for instance, the Bible says there's life and death within your tongue <laughs> and we can speak all kind of ill things about others, even about ourselves. And the things that we say about ourselves is exactly what happens because we speak life to it. We cursed ourselves each and every day. Oh, I, I can never be rich. Oh, I can never have kids. Oh, I'll never be married. Oh, I'll never do this. Oh, I'll never do that. Who told you that? God never told you that. Exactly. Where did you get that thought and notion from? Where yep. does that comes from? So every negative thing that we say and do is a reflection of the enemy. It's not from God. So when you sit there and you say, well, God never blessed me with this. That's because you already cursed yourself in the first case of not having the blessings of God. Yeah, very true. And I can take what you just said one step further that I actually heard it said that Satan can't control you if you don't lose control. Exactly. And that's amazing. And and I think that it's it's all it's about losing control and and one aspect of of how you become so far removed from anything that grounds you spiritually. But I think another part of that is also um that basically because there's so many forces of evil out there which are designed to make us feel like we are less than we We're should inferior, be. Yeah. Yes, and and we we face that every day and as valuable as social media is, it has only enhanced that trend, you know, to mm -hmm. look at ourselves and say, oh, I'm not beautiful compared to this person. You know, I don't have this person's intelligence. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have this person's uh, capacity to make money. On and on it goes to, to look at yourself from a position of deficiency and defeat. Mm -hmm. And that's not the way that we should see ourselves. No. And I think right now with this virus so rampant and there is even the possibility that there's a new strain out there that could be stronger than people expected. And it could also be, to a certain extent, maybe rejected by all these vaccines and everything. So there's still a lot of reason for us to be full of anger and despair and confusion. And I think this is a time when we need to introspect more than we ever have. And I think we need to look at, at something really spiritual to give us the grounding that helps give us some peace in our lives at this time. But also the whole... The whole, the whole interesting thing about this is that we as humans being, we fear the devil, but we don't trust God. <laughs> we don't trust God in the things that we need. We don't trust God with the desires of our heart. We rather go to our friends or family or whoever we can get it from. Because the one thing that people don't want to hear is no. And God only have three answers. Yes, no, or wait. Nobody yeah. wants to wait. And we live in a world today that is so rushed and everything has to be immediate satisfaction. Yep. Nothing cannot be, you know, a long term. And this is our problem. Patience 
is our problem. Understanding is our problem. Wisdom and knowledge is our problem. Very true. So, I mean, when Solomon says there's a time for everything, he's basically saying you have to know when to stop and when to go and when to wait. And if you don't have any of those three elements, then you're totally lost. Yeah, very true. And when bad things happen, that's not a time to turn away from spirituality. It's a time to move closer to embrace to yes. spirituality. Because you have to. it's a foundation that gives you a tremendous amount of strength and it gives you coping skills. And I think this is what we need right now. When you hear people are, are contemplating suicide more than ever, or, you know, people want uh, a, a way to, uh, to have the government allow them to die naturally. There's a lot of people that are just giving up on life mm -hmm. and they just don't believe that there's much good in this world anymore. They think everything is going downhill. And what do they do? They turn to a lot of vices that are not very good. And you can get yourself in a lot of trouble with very bad and dangerous habits and uh, pastimes. You need something that you can believe in. And for me personally, I've noticed that since all the stores have been closed, and I'm somebody that always loves the mall experience. I love to just go in stores and look, even if I don't buy anything. And all of a sudden, they're not there. And I'm thinking... At first, it was a void that felt really empty for me because I sort of felt it's like a ghost town when I go to places that I used to know. But now I think I can enrich myself in so many other ways. I'm doing a little bit more reading, you know, I maybe do a, a little bit more exercising or walking privately. There's so many things I can do that I'm meditating on my thoughts and learning instead of how to suppress some of my feelings, I'm learning to communicate with myself prioritizing your time and prioritize better. my time and this is helping me to become not only a more productive person but a less selfish person mm -hmm. somebody who is not so uh self-obsessed or self-indulged and a person that doesn't you know um dump on themselves very much and mm -hmm. i find much more gratitude wholeness peace and joy in a lot of things that i would probably have dismissed and not even given a second thought to mm -hmm. and the second part of this uh, chapter that I want to really bring to the forefront is the injustice of life. I also noticed that under the sun, there is evil in the courtroom. Yes, even the courts of law um, are corrupt. I said to myself, in due season, God will judge everyone, both good and bad, and for all their deeds. I also thought about the human condition, how God proves to people that they are like animals. For people and animals share the same fate. Both breed and both must die. So people have no real advantage over the animals. How meaningless. Both go to the same place. They came from dust and they return to dust. Mm. For who can prove that the human spirit goes up and the spirit of the animal goes down into the earth. So I saw that there is nothing better for people than to be happy in their work. That is why we are here. No one will bring us back from death to enjoy life after we die. And this is the, this is the truth. What do the foolish and the wise have in common? Debt. It doesn't matter how rich you are. It doesn't matter how poor you are. It doesn't matter how wise you are. It doesn't matter how foolish you are. We're all going to go to that same place under the ground we're all gonna die you might you know go down in a more fancier coffin but at the end of the day we're all gonna be both rot and we're gonna return to dust so that is the supremacy that we're dealing with where people think that they're better than others here on earth but we're not it it tells you that we're not better than each other the only way we can be better is to be the better version of ourselves 
in the eyes of God. The only better comparison that God is looking for is your heart, not your physical exterior, not what you have. These things doesn't matter to him. And when God looks at a person, he looks at their heart. He doesn't look at how beautiful you are because he created all of us for different reasons. And so people have to know what, what do I have to bring to the table for God? What, what was his purpose for creating me? If you can't find your purpose now, you're not going to find your purpose then because you're really not looking hard for it. You're not searching for it. And it's within your heart. It's not what you present on the outside. Wow. Very true. Yeah. So I think that the idea that God looks so deeply to realize, to let us realize the love that he has for us really makes us realize that we shouldn't be as superficial as we are. Exactly. We have to learn to look deeper when, as you say, it comes to judging people, to caring about people, to having compassion for people. Uh, All the things that we're going through are kind of an indication to us that we have fallen off the rails. You know, as a society, we have just lost our value system, especially for a lot of young people. And I have to say it, young people are so non-spiritual that it's shocking. Mm -hmm. I mean, they don't have the slightest interest in knowing anything about God or, or any religion of any kind. They just totally wipe it off the map. They are living by their own rules, setting their own values, whether it be music, technology, uh, their life experiences, they are trying to set their own standards. And quite frankly, this is a, a generation in transition, but it's also a generation of a lot of problems. Oh, yeah. A lot of problems. And they are going to get deeper and deeper into a level of despair and confusion if they themselves don't move in a more positive direction to start to realize that they're not in control of everything. They have to pass their control or cast their cares onto that higher power that really centers all of us and gives us what we're looking for in our lives. Amen. Well, as we can see that um, today's lesson is really, there's a time for everything. And within that time for everything, who are you? What do you, what is your purpose on this earth? And you accept the fact that sometimes what happens to you in one period of life doesn't define who you are. Yeah. You could easily change and rise above your circumstances and have a better outcome than you ever imagined. Exactly. So you don't give up on yourself when you're a young child being bullied because 20 years from now, you don't know how dynamic your life could be if you overcome that temporary setback. Exactly. You know, or if you are a person, you know, that's a single parent, you know, Be proud of yourself that you're raising that child because you could be raising a great person. Don't look at yourself as saying, I'm so burdened because I have nobody to help me with my kid. No. Look at the outcome and look at the season that you're in and realize that it could just be a stepping stone for the greatness that you're meant to realize. And you know what? If people were to just add more spirituality to their life, I'm not talking religion. I'm talking about spirituality. You know, you're more prayerful. You show more gratitude. And listen, God answers all prayers he answers all prayers but it's how you come across with your prayer is why it's not going to be answered because god knows your heart and you can't go with a prideful heart you can't go with a lying thought you got to be honest and completely transparent in order for him to help you so help you help him help you absolutely Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. We are so grateful that we can come here today and present the word of God because we need more of this in our society today. As we are approaching a new year, a new era, we don't know what the outcome is going to be. Just like we didn't predict what 2020 was going to be. We can't predict what 2021, but we leave it all in God's capable hands because at the end of the day, he has the final say. He does. All right. Thank you. My name is Deborah. And my name is Jackie.